Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So we are going to dive in today and talk about discovery calls. So, you know, when I was thinking about putting this episode together, I actually thought, uh, I always think of these sort of funny titles. Sometimes that's how the episodes come to me. And I thought, oh, this is going to be called discovery calls. You can't live with them and you can't live without them. (laughs) So the reason why I want to talk about discovery calls today is because as you probably know, We are currently in the very first week of Prosper. Now, this episode is coming out on uh, Wednesday, June 22nd. I'm always thinking in advance when I record these episodes, like, when is this going to be coming out in time? And what do I want to make sure people know about or are hearing about when this actually drops? And I know that there are a bunch of you that do listen to these episodes the day they come out. Um... So when this episode releases, we are actually in the first week of Prosper, and you've been hearing me talk about Prosper for a couple of weeks now. Well, first of all, I was talking about it just when I had the idea for it, because I got very, very excited when I realized that this was a course that I could create to really serve you guys, because I do hear from you. I do get feedback from you. I do hear what you struggle with or what you have questions about. And one of the things that I know is that conversations can be a point of pain, okay? And those conversations are not just the conversations that you have in the discovery calls themselves. And also, let's just, let's just name it for what it is. Call them what they are. Discovery calls and sales calls, right? So, I make my discovery calls and my sales calls two separate calls, just so you know, but technically they kind of all fall into the same category. So we're talking about not only the conversations that are the discovery calls, but we're also talking about all of the other conversations that you have to have in your life all the time in order to what? In order to get the discovery calls. So I wanted to create this episode because this is the stuff I'm thinking about right now. And yes, it is true that we started Prosper technically yesterday on Tuesday, June 21st. But here's what I'm going to tell you. If you're listening to this episode, and I think especially once you hear this episode, if you realize that you need to be with us, that you need to join Prosper, you can. The calls that we do live are recorded. There are replays. And so if you miss the first one, you can catch up and you can still join the course. Okay. So I just wanted to put it out there. Because what we're about to talk about today is actually something that is a big part of why I created Prosper and what Prosper is about. So discovery calls. You can't live with them and you can't live without them. And what do I mean by that? Well, we here, all of us that are in the Passionate and Prosperous community, me, you, we do work. We do transformational work. We do support work. We do the kind of work that requires in the beginning, especially, right, in the beginning for us to be the one delivering the work. And typically we're working one-on-one with people. So I always like to do a little bit of a recap. If you're newer to the show and you've never heard me talk about um, the difference between when you're delivering your services one-on-one or when you start moving into what we call one-to-many, right, which is where you might have groups or courses. And then even in the one-to-many model, 
that branches off because there's the one-to-many model where you're still delivering your stuff live, like in a group program where you're, you know, on Zoom and you're teaching the classes or whatever. And then there's a version of one-to-many, which is what we call evergreen, which is when you've got pre-recorded stuff and people can buy it and you don't actually have anything to do with that. And I'm just going to put a little bit of a <laughs> of a disclaimer on that, which that's never actually the case, because in order to get people to even buy something that you don't have anything to do with, you still have to bring them into your sales funnel. And that requires something, you guys. So it either requires you or a shitload of money. All right. So, um, So assuming that many of you that listen to the show, even if you're at the point where you're like Mr. or Miss Automation, even if you are at that point where you are delivering evergreen stuff, I actually really think that like having conversations and getting new people into your audience never ends, right? And conversations are not only literal conversations, like the ones where you are face-to-face or whatever, on the phone or on Zoom or whatever, and and talking to another human being, right? Conversations are that as well as I call your interactions on social media even conversations, right? Because they need to be. If it's one way and you're just delivering your stuff on social media and nothing ever actually becomes a conversation with someone, then it's really hard for that person to ever essentially come off of social media and buy anything from you, all right? Because because in order for people to buy anything from you, whether it's a one-on-one service or a done-for-you whatever product, they need to get off social media to do it. They, they're, they're not doing it on the app. They're, they're going somewhere. They're, they're, they're taking a journey to somewhere. So having conversations, and you know what? And in the episode where I talk about like, you know, uh, my 15 essential paradigms for client attraction, um, I, the number one paradigm is, is conversations <laughs> create clients, right? That's like literally the number one paradigm. So, What we're talking about today is why you need discovery calls, okay, if the work that you do, you know, is is either one-on-one or a high investment, right? So, for example, I've invested in group programs, masterminds that were a lot of money, okay? In 2020, I invested to work with a business coach in the form of a mastermind, so in the form of a group program where I only actually got two one-on-one calls with her in the course of the whole year. So I do not consider that one-on-one coaching. And I invested $18,000 to be a part of that one-year program. So do you think that I just like put my credit card in to a website without ever meeting that woman and not like getting to connect or feel if there was a, a, a resonance with her? Of course they did not. Who would do that, right? So even when you have a group program, if it's anything that you're doing is at what we'll call, and it doesn't have to be $18,000, you guys, anything really that I think is over like $1,000, I think it takes something for people to invest in those things. And they don't always just do it by, by seeing it on a website and plunking their credit card down, okay? So the conversations don't only have to be a one-on-one discovery call. What we're referencing here are even the conversations that you generate and create online, right? If you're promoting or marketing a program or a service or whatever, in some way, someone is connecting with you. In some way, they're, they're, they're making that connection before they make the payment. And in those in those uh, situations where you're hearing about people, um, you know, who have everything automated, blah, 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 whatever, right? You know what? They have sales teams. They have sales teams. So they're just not doing the discovery calls themselves, <laughs> okay? But the but everyone knows that that ultimately, if we want to move people along our yellow brick road into making an investment of any significant amount, they need a conversation. Okay, I'm I'm just saying it. If you have a different experience, yay! And you know what? Let me know because I I want to hear from everybody if, if you have a different if you have a different experience with that. Okay, so 
here's the problem. I don't even want to call it a problem. You know I don't like to say things are a problem. Here's the conundrum. You need discovery calls. So you ultimately need people who want to talk to you about working with you, who want to talk to you about your service, who want to talk to you about whatever amazing thing you have to offer. And you need to get the discovery calls. You need to get the people who want to be on the discovery call. And then you need to be able to deliver a discovery call, which is a powerful conversation, right, that that ends up with that person saying yes to the investment and to working with you. So just, so there's many conversations involved, right? There are the conversations that start the whole process where you're literally opening the door to someone even considering the possibility of working with you. That's a conversation. And then there's the conversation where they say that they want to have the conversation, right? Then there's the conversation about like what's possible for them. And then there's another conversation, which is the the conversation about money. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I hear from so many coaches, creatives, entrepreneurs, service-oriented individuals, passionate individuals who just want to get out there and do their work. They just want to be the mentor, the teacher, the coach. They just want to provide the amazing service. They want to provide the transformation. They want to provide the support. They want to, they want to, they want to do the work and have the the client get those results and be so happy, right? And the thing that is the biggest obstacle for them is A, being able to talk in a way, and I'm not even going to just say about what you do because that's actually not what you need to do all the time, but to be able to have whatever the conversations are at the beginning, 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 early, early, early stages before someone even knows if they want to talk to you, right? Being able to have those conversations is one of the number one things that stops most of the people that I work with from from getting discovery calls. Because the moment that someone asks you what you do, you go into a tailspin. The moment it comes time for you to answer the question, so what do you do, right? You lose your mind, okay? I know this, right? And you go into a whole awkward situation where you don't know what to say and you don't know how to talk about what you do and you do word vomiting and all kinds of, and then you're talking for so long and then you're, you know, you're, you're, you're wishing that you could just stop yourself. You're wishing that you could have like the playoff music, like when someone's making too long of an acceptance speech at the Oscars, right? If only you had playoff music, right? You had an excuse to just stop talking. So there's that. And then there's, The other part, which is when you are having a discovery call, right, which is awesome, that when it comes time to actually tell someone how much it would cost to work with you, that that terrifies, horrifies you, that that is literally the last thing on earth that you want to do. You don't want to be salesy. You don't want to make a sale, which is crazy because how else could you make money unless you make a sale, right? And then, then... If someone says anything other than yes, if someone says, I have to think about it, or, oh, that's more than I thought, or, oh, can I, I have to go talk to my partner, whatever, that, 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 any response other than yes sends you into that same tailspin, (laughs) right? It sends you into your own, your own money mindset, your own lack mentality, and you start freaking out and you don't know what to do. And you're like, okay, bye right? Okay, bye. And you get off the phone with them. So this is all not good. Like this is not okay. It is not okay for you not to be able to have conversations because conversations are how you create clients. So if you are failing at any part of the conversation process, you are possibly having a hard time creating clients. All right. So what I wanted to talk to you you about today is how getting discovery calls is part of the process of having discovery calls and then how you deliver the the discovery call is a part of how you actually end up getting an, a yes from somebody and that part of that process may be helping someone to say yes right so the call doesn't end with when you deliver your investment all right so 
what all of this boils down to, okay, and this is what Prosper is about, right? This is the reason it's called Prosper is because I fully 100,000% believe that the way you build a prosperous business, okay, the way you build your, and that's why you're listening, you're listening, the show is called Passionate and Prosperous, okay? The way to have a prosperous life and business is that you actually have to be able to show up and have the skillful, powerful conversations that lead to people working with you. And those skillful, powerful conversations are are, are both the in-person, like real life ones where you're using, you know, real, you're interacting with a human all the way up to the, the way that you have conversations through the internet, right? So even though you might be creating content and not feeling like that in and of itself is a conversation, we have to think of everything as conversation starters, and we have to be skillful and powerful at that, and then how to move those conversations along because not everybody wants a discovery call the minute they find out what you do. And this is a huge misperception, especially in the coaching world, okay? And let's not just call it discovery call in case some of you call it something else, consultation, consult, right? It doesn't have to only be called a discovery call. It's, it's, it's whatever it is, whatever you call the conversation, sales call even, whatever you call the conversation that you have with someone at the point where you're discussing working with them, here is the the biggest misperception, and I might have talked about this on an episode. Or I'm not. I, I'm sure I have because this is such a big thing for me. Offering people a free conversation, you know the value of it. Okay, you know that it's worth having. You know that you're an awesome person to talk to. Okay. You know that you have an amazing service. You know that you can help people. You know that when they get on a call with you, that you're going to help them to have some sort of a revelation or an aha or whatever. You might know that. Okay. You might know that that call is very valuable. But one thing that you're not really thinking about is whether or not that other person in the moment that you're making this this free call available to all who want it, you're not thinking about what whether or not that call is valuable to that person, the other people in that moment. And here's the thing. Most of the time, it's not. I want you to think about your own schedule and your own life. And I want you to literally answer this question for yourself. Do you have time or interest in having hour long or whatever? Your your call might not be an hour. I, you know, your call might be 30 minutes. I don't know. I've been doing this a long time. I know that I need an hour to start with with people in order to do what we're going to talk about, okay, to get people to where they need to be to be making a decision about making an investment, which is what your calls are about. Um, I need an hour. You might do it in less, you know, whatever. So I'm just referencing the hour, but whatever amount of time it is, do you take time out of your busy life? And you're busy. I'm busy. We've all got busyness. We've all got obligations. We've all got our shit that we do. Do you take hours or half hours or whatever out of your life to get on calls with people unless you already know that you want what they're offering, right? Or unless something has led you to believe that there might be value for you in doing it. But is there any other reason that you would take someone up on a free conversation? Would the reason that you would do that just be simply because it's free? I get offered free calls through LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook all the time. And people are like, even offering me 15 minute calls. And I'm like, no, why? Why would I take a 15 minute call with you? I don't even know who you are. You think because it's free that I want the call? I'm like, it's why I don't want a free call. Who gives a shit about a free call? That's my time. Right. And you've heard me talk a lot about how we've got three major commodities that we invest time, energy and money. So just because something doesn't cost money doesn't mean that there's not still a major investment of my very important commodities, time and energy. 
And why am I giving anybody my time and energy, even if it's not costing me any money, unless I want that, unless I want it already. So there's this really big misperception out there, which is that if you're a coach, especially, right, or if you offer some sort of service-based, you know, if you have a service-based business, that if you just tell people that they can have a free conversation with you, that everyone's going to take you up on it and that everyone's going to want it. And then when you post that, you put it out in the world, you're like, oh, you know, I have a free call. Who wants to talk about coaching or about whatever? And then nobody takes you up on it. It's very, very disappointing. You you know, it makes you feel like shit and it makes you think that you can't have a business, right? So what we're going to talk about today is how this all begins, right? Even getting people to want to have the discovery call with you begins with having the right conversations, right? What would make someone go from not knowing you or knowing what you do, right, to wanting to have a free call with you. What has to happen? Not just you offering them the call. That's not enough. So what is the conversation that needs to happen in order to get people, first and foremost, to even want to get on that call with you? Then having the call is a whole other story, right? But how do you get the call? Well, unfortunately, just offering the call usually doesn't do it. Here's the one time that people will will book a call with you without anything other than that it's available. If they already know that they want the kind of service that you have and they're looking for it and they're researching it, right, and they find you and they have a way of checking you out, okay, which is that they find something about you. It's either your website or they can look at your social media where you've actually been starting conversations because your content needs to be content that actually inspires people to want to know more, engage with you, want to ask you a question. Okay. But nobody Googles you and then, and then with, and then finds a phone number and books a call with you. They're looking at something before they decide and they might, be an easier discovery call booking if they're already in the market for your services, right? So if they're literally like, I think it's time for a coach. I'm going to look for this. I want to hire this creative. I want to hire this person to help me in my business. I want to hire, you know, this person to help me in my life, whatever. Um, They might actually just go and see that you've got your free call, book it, and they're ready and they want to know what you have to offer. All right. Now, Does that ever happen? It does. But you know what? I've actually been in business for four years and I work with tons of people, like so many people. I have worked with so many people. I work with so many people right now. And here's what I have to tell you. I don't know anybody whose business runs on people booking discovery calls that they've never interacted with before. I literally don't know anyone. Do I know anyone that gets a couple of discovery calls like, you know, like from a website, you know, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But does do I know anyone whose whole business runs on discovery call autopilot? <laughs> I do not. I'm just telling you. So I know that bringing people into the discovery call takes a conversation in and of itself, that you have to start conversations with people in order to get them into the discovery call conversation, which then becomes the conversation about whether or not they're actually going to work with you. So there's a lot of conversing to be done, right? A lot of conversing to be done. And here's the thing. Other than the people that may just be on the hunt looking for someone that does what you do and they're doing their research and they find you and they like check you out for a minute and they're like, I'm I'm going to have a discovery call. Other people, okay, the rest of the people need to feel, okay, they need to feel the power. You know how I've been saying that Prosper is about skillful, powerful conversations? It's about knowing how to have skillful, powerful conversations. Well, the reason why I say that is because people need to feel the power 
in order to even commit to getting on the phone with you for an hour or more. And then they definitely need to feel the power in order to say yes to making that investment with you. So the reason why I use the word powerful is because conversations can't just be conversations. They can't just be mundane. They can't be amateurish. They can't be, um, they can't be where you give the power away <laughs> to the other person, right? When you are having any conversation, any conversation, the first conversation, the first moment you meet somebody, when you are having a conversation, if you want to be someone who creates clients, you have to hold powerful conversations. That's not only describing the way the other person needs to feel about the conversation, but it also is describing you holding your own power. Because one of the things that I know happens to so many of you is that the minute you get into a conversation with someone and they start asking you the questions, you give your power away. And once you give your power away, that conversation might as well just be over. And that's what happens when you start doing that over-talking thing and that uncomfortable thing where you start like kind of saying way too much about like trying to share what you do because you gave your power away. And now, now the other person, not intentionally, they're not an asshole. The other person has now put you on the spot and is taking control of the conversation and describing what you do. When you are a creative or a coach or a helper or a healer or someone whose work is transformational, describing what you do and and having to try and literally tell someone about it is the worst situation that you can ever be in. It feels horrible, right? So you need to be able to skillfully hold the power in every conversation that you have including the ones with someone that you literally meet at a party who's like, and what do you do? And you're like, I'm a coach. And they're like, oh, what's a coach? And then you try to talk about what a coach is. And then they might even come back to you or say something that makes you feel, right? And they're not doing it on purpose. This is all in your own head. This is all your own mindset. And you start feeling insecure. And you start thinking, I don't think I sound legit. They, they you know, coaching isn't real. It's not a certification. Ugh, I don't have a PhD, blah, 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 blah. And your brain starts going haywire where you're already assuming that this person already thinks that what you do is bullshit. And that coaching isn't real, right? Or whatever, insert, insert whatever you do that's not working a nine to five. <laughs> Just insert anything that's not what normal people understand, okay? And if you're listening to this show, you know that we're special, we're all special. We're not normal and that's good. I'm I'm just saying like we don't do regular stuff. We do stuff that is harder to explain. We do stuff that is experiential. We do stuff that is transformational. We do stuff that is creative. We do stuff that like that is expansive. We do stuff that is special, right? And it's not always easy to explain that. And when you try, you often fuck up your conversations. Okay, so what we're talking about here is that is what a skillful, powerful conversation is. And then you need the same thing, skillful and powerful, when you end up getting the discovery call. Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about about getting the conversations, right? And then also um, what to do when you're on the conversations. So as you've heard me say before, it's very important that you know that when people do decide to, to pay you money, when they do decide to invest with you, they're actually saying yes to two things, okay? They're saying yes to your service, right? So your offer needs to be what I call a passionate offer. We've, we have a whole episode on that, right? And, you know, and on the, on the, like, they're saying yes to the passionate offer and, and to the, you know, to the logistics, like to, to believing that you can be the one to deliver it, right? That, that they believe that you're an expert. So yes, they're saying yes to that. And they're also saying yes to themselves and their own transformation. 
They're never saying yes to your services without also saying yes to themselves and their own transformation. If they don't believe they can get the transformation, not about from you, from themselves, if they don't believe in that moment that they can do it, right? If they don't believe like that they can make the change or that they can show up the way that it would be required because nobody can provide outcomes to anybody on as a one-sided thing, whatever you do. Even if you're a creative, like if you're a copywriter or if you're a web designer, if you're a graphic designer, if you, you can't do your work in a vacuum. Someone has to be sharing with you, like, like they have to tell you, you have to figure out what someone's brand is based on like them interacting with you. If someone comes and they're like, I want this or that, I want, I want you to help me with my messaging, my brand, my, my graphic design, my website, my blah, 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 whatever. And then they're like, oh, and I also don't feel anything or think anything about the work I do. I have no passion. I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, what are you going to do? Just like make up a pretty design, make a butterfly? Like, what is that? You can't help somebody if it's a one-way street. You can't teach anybody anything if they don't show up for the lessons, right? That would be like me saying like, I can train someone to be a yoga teacher, but they don't need to show up and do the yoga, but, but what am I going to do? Like teach it to them from a manual and we'll all sit there and be like, so here's how you do downward facing dog. Let me describe it to you. No, I can only teach someone how to teach downward dog with them doing downward facing dog. So there's nothing that any one of us do that doesn't involve two people. So I'm, I, I'm liking this, this, this um, example. So, so if someone literally did not believe that they could ever do downward facing dog, they, right. And they were terrified that they could never do downward facing dog. Would they invest in doing a yoga teacher training? The answer is no, they would not. Okay. No one's going to be like, maybe I'll just pay a couple of thousand dollars to do this training. Um, and, and then hope that maybe, I don't know. I, I don't think I can ever do down dog, but like, I guess I'll just have to find out. No one does it like that. And so when people are deciding to invest with you in that discovery call, they are not only saying yes to your service and your offer and believing that there's value and that you're good at what you do. And I know this is hard and I, you have no idea how many coaches and creative, everyone, I always say coaches, creative entrepreneurs, how many of you I talk to where you think that when it comes to the sales call that you're selling yourself and that people are investing in you? Oh my God, they are not. (laughs) They are not buying you and they are not investing in you, right? That investment is not going to ever come have any return for them, They'd be like, ooh, I really like Stacey Brass Russell. I'm just going to make an investment in her, and I hope she goes really far. No, that is not actually what they're thinking. They're not buying you or paying you. They're not thinking like they're investing in you. They are buying your services and your offer, and they believe in the value of it and that you are an expert, and then ultimately they're investing in themselves, That's what they're investing in. So if you have a sales call and it comes time for you to say how much it is to work with you and you haven't had a skillful or powerful enough conversation for someone to in that moment be believing that they can do it, that they can change, that they can have transformation, that they can have success, that they can show up, They're not saying yes. So if you make an offer to somebody when they're not in the right emotional space, you're not getting the client. So how you deliver the call is really important because neither one of you, you or that client, can be in your human brains when you make them the offer. And you've heard me talk about human brains right? And here's the thing. You have one and then you also have your genius brain. You have your human brain and you have your genius brain. And the reason why I talk about mindset so much, and you might be like, oh my God, enough already with the mindset, okay? Um, The reason I talk about mindset so much is because 
in order for you to have skillful, powerful conversations, you have to know how to switch out of your human brain and into your genius brain at a moment's notice. You're at that party and someone says to you, what do you do? Uh Uh-oh, genius brain better be ready. You've got to know in that moment, you have to be such a mindset ninja that you can switch from your human brain to your genius brain. Because if you hold that conversation in your human brain, it's not going to go the way you want. So the moment someone says to you, what do you do? Genius brain needs to turn on. And genius brain is the brain that needs to be in those discovery calls with you. Now, does your client need to be in their genius brain? No, they don't. But Is being in their human brain great? Not so much. So what is the other kind of brain for someone if it's not their human brain? Well, it's their human brain, but it's their human brain more deeply connected to their heart and their emotional selves right? So most people don't walk around like the, like planet earth in their heart and emotional selves. That's not really a thing that feels really safe for most people. You know how like some people describe themselves as, oh, I know I wear my heart on my sleeve, right? That's like the kind of person that actually does walk around in their heart and emotional selves. And like a lot of times people refer to themselves as empaths and stuff. That's a hard thing to be. It's actually hard to walk around in your heart and, 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 you know, um, like emotional self all the time. Those people struggle, right? Cause that's a lot. It's like, it's like you're an open. It's like you've got an open channel and you're taking in way too much, right? And some people can't help it. They actually have to, <laughs> they need a coach for that. Some people actually need a coach to help them to be less, uh, you know, like less like that. And that's not to say that like you shouldn't be able to access your heart and your emotional life. Again, the same way you access your genius brain, you do want to be able to access your heart and your emotional self that quickly, Right. Otherwise, you're like jaded and you're like, you know, you don't like you don't connect really well. So that's a problem, too. So balance is so important. Right. Balance is so important um, when it comes to being in your heart space and your emotional self. So when you are the expert and you're delivering a powerful conversation, the skillful part right? The skillful part is that you can help someone go from their human brain, which is where they have to be, because that's the part of you that gets you through the day. That's the part of you that makes sure you don't get hit by cars and, you know, like make shitty decisions like that. Okay. Like, so, so there's a a very, our human brains are very useful and very important. And the skillful part of you in a conversation is guiding someone into their heart brain and their emotional brain for when you are talking to them about whether or not they would like to take on the work of transformation or of change or success even, right? Of partnering with you as the expert to help them get what they want, right? And and you need for them to be emotionally connected to the outcome that they want They need to be emotionally connected to how important it is for them to solve the problem that they're having. And if you leave it all in their human brain and then you say a number for how much it's going to cost for you to help them to get what they want and they're in their human brain, their human brain is going to immediately come up with objections. The heart brain and the emotional brain don't come up with objections quite as quickly. It's a much better place for you to be having a conversation, but you have to skillfully guide people in that conversation. And I want to tell you something that's not manipulative. I mean, yeah, I think there are people who could abuse this for sure. So that sucks. And those people are assholes. Okay. But that's not what we're talking about. That's not you. We're talking about you being a a, a service-based, heart-centered, soulful, loving individual who loves your clients before they're even your clients and any conversation that you have with anybody, your intention is never to manipulate them or to bring them into a dangerous space emotionally, but you are there to guide them lovingly into the space within themselves where they're able to make a loving decision for themselves. And that's their heart, right? 
So you need to be in your genius brain. They need to be in their heart brain in order for this to go well. Right? So here's the thing. Human brains don't like transformation. Human brains try to calculate things like time for money. So if you make your offer to a human brain, there's a very good chance that the very first thing that person's going to be doing is calculating like how much it is per hour. If you told them like, oh, if you work with me, we do this much, you know, we work together for this many months and you have this many sessions, but blah, blah, blah. And if you do that and, and then you say the price that, and that's the only way of it, because, because if you didn't do the first part of the offer, which is where you got them into their heart, Right which you have to do by talking about their transformation and how you help them get it, right? If you don't realize that, that's a passionate offer. Go back and listen to the episode on passionate offers, on how information is not transformation, all right? Like there's, there's, I have stuff for you to listen to. If you don't, if you don't know how to sell the transformation and you're actually selling sessions and time and emails and blah, 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 right? Then the minute you make your offer, that human brain is going to start calculating. (laughs) It's going to start going, oh, she said this and this much and this many things and this many. Oh, and then I'm going to divide that investment up. That's what happens in that brain. And that is not good. Okay. Why? Because you're never going to be able to raise your investment. You're never going to be able to grow your business. You're never going to be able to do anything if you don't learn how to have a skillful, powerful conversation with someone where you do not make them think that what you're offering them is an exchange of time for money or things for money, worksheets for money, right? Calls for money. They're not going to, they're they, like, unless your investment is really low and stays that way, that's not, they're, you're not going to get yeses. So let's talk about getting the calls in the first place. People start their businesses, as I said, and then are shocked and bummed when it's not so easy to get someone to book a call. All right. And as we already said, in some cases, someone's already out there looking for your service. They find you and they're like, boom, discovery call. Okay. Now we're going to talk about all the other people, right? Then there are all of the other people who actually don't know that they're looking. And I have to tell you, that's the majority of your, <laughs> of the people, okay? That is the, this is just a reality. This is why it's so important to have a niche, you guys. This is why it's so important to have clarity on who you serve and what problems they have because most people walk around. And I know this. I am telling you something that I know in my bones. I am not making this up. Anything I ever teach you, say to you, or share with you is from my real life experience. And I have a lot of it, especially in the world of transformation, wellness, healing. I started teaching yoga 20. Now it's more than 20. I always say 20, 20, 20, 20. I think it's more than 20 now. Okay. A long time ago. And I know a lot about people and human brains. Okay. A lot. Like a super amount. A super amount. People walk around suffering, procrastinating, putting things off, being inside their own stories of why they can't make change, not wanting to face things, not wanting to look at reality not wanting to put the spotlight on anything uncomfortable. People will even walk around in literally physical pain for God knows how long before even scheduling a doctor's appointment. You probably know this. You've probably done this at some point to some extent, okay? When I was teaching yoga and I taught a lot of private clients as well as my classes and I had lots of students, I mean, thousands of students over the over two decades, okay? Hundreds of thousands of students. I have had so many conversations with people. You have no idea how many people have literally come to me at the beginning of a yoga class. I'm, I'm going to say it in a funny way. Come to me at the beginning of a yoga class and been like, so I just want to let you know my arm fell off, but I really want to take class. <laughs> I mean, I am, I am telling you that like I have heard everything, okay, of people coming and doing shit with their bodies that they should not be doing, 
They should be going to a doctor. People asking me all kinds of fucked up crazy questions like, do you think it's okay that I broke my leg? Can I still do yoga? And I'm like, no, you cannot. Okay, so I want you to think about that. I want you to think about, and now let's talk about the emotional piece, right? Because physical stuff, sometimes you actually can't ignore it, right? Once it starts really interfering with your life, you've got to deal with it, right? Although I have had people um, sit down at a, for a one-on-one yoga lesson, right? And I would always say like, do you have anything, any injuries, like anything bothering you? Like, no, I'm great, right? And then like we start doing yoga and then all of a sudden it's like, ow, I'm like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, well, you know, my back, like my back is just always sore. It just always hurts, but like, it's fine. And I learned so long ago that the human tolerance for pain and suffering is unreal, it is unreal. It is, and and I don't mean just physical pain and suffering. I mean mental pain and suffering, emotional pain and suffering. So the reason I'm going into this like so vehemently and going into it like, right, is because you need to know that. You cannot assume that everyone is walking around actually thinking, man, I'm not feeling perfect. I should find someone to help me. No, it is the exact opposite. Everyone is walking around in pain and suffering and actually not doing anything about it and definitely not having free conversations about it, okay? They're definitely not going from, I'm just tolerating this low level of discomfort or even a big level of discomfort in my brain, in my body, in my heart, okay? No one's walking around doing that and then and then all of a sudden, they see that you've got a free conversation and they're like, I'll take it. No, because they're not connected yet to the part of themselves that wants to make a change or that even believes they can. So when someone is walking around like that in the world and you want them to want to work with you because you know that you can help them, you're like, oh my God, I can help you. And I know that feeling, you guys. I mean, I literally feel it every day. <laughs> you know, I feel it with every person I meet. I mean, the s- server at the restaurant, like <laughs> everyone I meet, I'm like, oh my God, I can help you, right? That's why I created the podcast. I literally created the show because Stacey Brass Russell walks around planet Earth constantly thinking that she can help everybody. <laughs> and so since I can't literally help everybody like in, in you know, in person, this is now one of my ways that I'm like, I can help everybody, okay? So I know what it feels like. When you know you can help everybody. And I know the frustration of like, if only, if only they knew. So how do you let them know? And that's why it's so important for you to have valuable content on social media if you're trying to create clients on social media. That's why it's so important for you to know your niche. That's why it's so important for you to know all of that foundational work that I give you so that you can create the content that speaks to these pain points enough times that someone sees it and they've got to see it way more than once. Just because someone's walking around miserable and you nail it in one social media post, right? And you're like, do you suffer from X, Y, or Z? And they might read it and go, yeah. And then scroll. But if they see it like 10 more times, they might eventually go, fuck. All right. All right. She's just, she's so annoying, but I'm going to talk to her. (laughs) Right? Okay. So the way that you start those conversations with those people that don't even know that they want the transformation or the help is you have to be able to put yourself, this is on social media right now. You have to be able to create the conversation and on social media, the way that you create the conversations is you have to, here's the skillful, powerful part. You have to be able to create content that that does that thing that actually gets someone to go from thinking that they should just walk around tolerating to actually getting curious enough to investigate the possibility that they could have something different. And that's not always that easy, you guys, right? That's why you've got to to actually know what the fuck you're talking about, okay? Now, in person, and this is a lot about what Prosper is about. Prosper is not about um, social media, just so you know, although, of course, I'm sure it'll come up. But Prosper is a lot about... Once you get to like literally have a conversation with somebody and it, and 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 it's the same thing. 
Either way, whether it's online or in person, your mission is the same. Your mission in a conversation, whether it's online or in person, is to wake someone up. And what you're waking them up to is their own desire for the kind of transformation that you provide. So when you meet someone in person, okay, we just talked about the online. When you meet someone in person, all right, and they say, what do you do? And you make that conversation about yourself and you lose the power in the conversation. Guess what's not happening? You are not waking that person up to their own need for transformation. You can share what you do. You can say, well, I'm a coach or I'm a this or I'm a that, whatever it is. I'm a service provider. I'm a mentor. I'm a teacher. I'm a transformationalist. I'm a healer. I'm a creative person who can help you in your business. I can make things for you that make you successful. I can help you put your message out there. I can do this. And beyond that, if they want to have any more conversation with you, and they want to know more, and they get curious, and they start asking you questions, the place that you are going to fuck this all up is the moment you lose the opportunity to wake them up to their own need for the kind of transformation that you provide. And let's say they're not your ideal client. Let's say you get into a conversation with someone and they're not your ideal client. Literally, you're like, I only work with women and this is like some dude. Okay, but here's the thing. Everyone needs transformation. That's first of all. Most human beings have the same problems and that person may know someone who needs what you do. It is still in your best interest to turn that conversation around into a powerful conversation that you're running where you're helping someone to actually see from their own point of view what you do when it feels like they can relate it to themselves. Every conversation that you have in your business, about your business, with a potential client, every conversation needs to be about the other person. Now, you might not know how to do that, and that's what I'm going to teach you in Prosper. That's literally what we're doing, okay? Because here's the thing. Most people are going to keep it surface. Most people are going to, listen, when someone asks you like, hey, how are you? What do you say? Well, I mean, look, if it's your best friend, you might be like, oh my God, I'm having a bad day, whatever. Okay, but you meet someone and you don't really know them that well and and they ask you, hey, how are you? You're like, great, I'm good. <laughs> what are you going to do? Start telling them shit? Of course you're not. So most people are surface bullshitting. Right, right. That's unfortunate. That's why it's so important that we that we grow in communities. That's why it's so important. That's why I have all of my clients in a in a in a group mastermind, my one on one clients. That's why I do group events. That's why I create. I really try to create community, right? Because you need community to actually feel safe telling the truth. Nobody wants to tell the truth to strangers and and be vulnerable. That's why it's so hard for you to put yourself out there on social media because you got to be truthful and you got to be vulnerable in order to like create anything, right? And it's hard, right? But your average person who's not trying to like grow a business using social media or any any other like tools where you have to be vulnerable and truthful and authentic and put yourself out there and be visible, right? Your average person who's not doing that, they don't need to worry about that. They're like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just going to keep things surface. I'm just going to tell everyone I'm good. I'm great, right? Nobody's revealing their pain and suffering, and that's why it is, I, I'm going to say it again, that's why it is so important for you to have places where you can be in community where people like know the value of that and to be seen and to be supported. And and this is my mission, you know, this is what I want, passionate and prosperous. I want this show to, I, I think of you already as my community. I want this community to grow so that we can do stuff off the show, right? Be together, Um 
and 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 come together at the events that I create and and soon there's going to be the Passion and Prosperous Academy in 2023 because I want you to be able to be with other Passion and Prosperous people in a safe environment, right? But most people are not doing that. So, I mean, most people are not walking around that way. So you need to be the one who controls helping somebody even when you first meet them to wake up because most people are not being, are not walking around woken up. And I'm not saying woke. I'm not talking about that. I'm literally talking about most people are, are numbing themselves out to their pain and suffering to the extent where you might think that the moment you offer them an opportunity to, to, to transform it, that they're going to take it. And I'm here to tell you they're not because they're not anywhere in that part of their brain. And so the skillful, powerful part of the conversations begin way, way back, all the way at the beginning of how you alert people and how you wake them up to their own suffering and to their own desire for transformation. And that requires you not talking about yourself or trying to tell their human brain what you do. When you're talking to someone's human brain and you're like, oh, and I do this and I help clients do this and then we get to do this and they change their habits and they and they start loving themselves and then they like do this and then they eat better and then the, their human brain is going like, wah, 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 you know, the Charlie Brown teacher, <laughs> right? But the minute you turn that conversation around and you get them talking about themselves, I guarantee, I promise you that they become curious and they become a fan. And they want to know more. And maybe that does lead to a discovery call. And maybe it just leads to them like wanting to now get more from you. Like more, like be, maybe they will follow you on social media. Maybe they do what, you know, whatever. So here's what this, I'm going to give you the conclusion. Okay. Oh, 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 I know. I'm going to talk about this one thing. I already told you that your job on the discovery call is to make sure that you make an offer to people when they're in their heart brain, right? And I just want to I just want to say something about what happens after you make your offer. Okay? When you make your offer and even when someone's in their heart brain. I mean, they're not they're they're human, right? They're in their heart brain, they're in their emotion and you make the offer and they hear the number of how much it's going to be to invest in their own transformation, right? And something comes up it may not be only about the money. It may be about whether or not they even believe in themselves enough to do it. And they say, oh, I have to think about it. Or can I think about it? Or can I talk to my spouse or blah, 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 blah. If you let your human brain take over in that moment, you are dropping the power in the call. Your job is to stay in your human brain through that. You are already there to support them. You're the expert. You have to know that when people are saying yes to their own success, change, transformation, it is scary for them and their brain will do anything it can to keep them from doing it. And yet you're the expert who can actually hold that space for them and help them through that and override that part of their brain. But if your human brain immediately jumps in and starts going, oh my God, they're not going to say yes. It's too expensive. I knew no one would ever work with me. What do I do? They're going to go away. They're not going to work with me. I really wanted to create this client. And you let that human brain come in. Guess what happens? Your human brain and their human brain are now having a conversation. And how well do you think that's going to go? Not well. It's not going to go very well, right? So your job is to be able to sustain your genius brain and keep holding the powerful, skillful conversation all the way through, all the way to the very end. Now, is there a way to do that? Yes, there is. I'm teaching that in Prosper. Now, I just want you to know that I did not make this episode as like an advertisement for Prosper. But here's the thing. There's only so much I can teach you on the show. I can at least make you aware of this stuff so that now you're like, you're hip to it. You're thinking about it. Maybe you're going to be able to make these adjustments on your own. Maybe you're just, maybe I've taught you enough about human brains and genius brains. I've told you a lot about all of this. And I think you could probably piece it together. And... I also created this program for you because like I'm a master level teacher and coach and 
there's some shit that I need to actually have more time to do with you. <laughs> right? I'm always so aware when I'm when I'm recording. I could I could have I could keep talking right now for like a whole other hour about all of this, and I'm not because I mean that would not that would not be nice. That would I I won't do that to you, right? But this is why sometimes you need to like kind of take it a step further, right? And you need to like get more of what you need. So I am here to tell you that unequivocally being able to hold skillful, masterful conversations is just as important as anything else in your business, literally anything else. Maybe it's the most important thing. And there are ways to do that. That's why I call it skillful. I, there are skills. I want to teach them to you. There are even coaching sequences, questions, particular questions that I use the moment someone tries to turn, and they're not doing it on purpose. I already said, the moment someone tries to turn that conversation around on me, I know exactly how to turn it back around. <laughs> I know exactly how to get someone into talking about themselves, right? I, I can spend hours with people and never say anything about myself. It's amazing. It's like my favorite thing to try and do, by the way, right? So you need to be like that too. You don't have to like never talk about yourself, but I need to teach you how to be that person that can get other people talking about themselves and that also knows exactly when, how to read a conversation and a feeling and a connection with people to the point where you know when it's time to tell them what's possible, when it's time to make the offer, and what to do when they have to absorb that and be human and take it in and make a decision for themselves. And the whole time, from beginning to end, from from the pre-conversation, you have to be walking around planet Earth believing that there's an abundance of clients, that there's an abundance of revenue, that you can have people work with you, that it is available to you. You have to be believing that. You have to believe it every day, all day, when you're in conversations and not. And that's another thing that we're working on in the program. So if you don't think mindset's important, I don't even know what to say because I do mindset work like all the time because I want to walk around in full belief that this is an an abundant universe that I live in and that there's an available abundance of clients and money and everything that I want is, is here. If I was walking around not thinking people would pay my investment, not thinking that anyone wants what I do, not thinking that anyone will ever say yes to my discovery call, not thinking this yes to my offer. If I walked around worried about that, thinking about that all the time, you know what? I would never have a conversation. I would never make an offer. (laughs) I'd have no clients. And that might be why you don't have as many as you want. I'm not even going to say none. And it might not, it might be why you're not charging what you'd like to charge. You know, when I was coming up with this episode, I was like tossing, I was like, should I, I haven't talked yet about like investments, like how to, how to price your stuff. And I, but then I decided to do this one instead. But, but that's another reason why you might, why you might never, you know, like actually charge what you're worth is the mindset piece. So this, so it all starts with you and then it starts with how you show up in power and what it means to hold powerful space for other people. And this is all in your conversations. And yes, it, it, it weighs a little more heavily on the real live conversations. And when I say live, I mean Zoom, phone, live, in person, whatever. But, but where you're actually having a dialogue because that's the work and that's what coaching is. Right. And all the other shit that you do online. Right. It's just teaching and inspiring and whatever. And I'm not putting it down and we need it as client attraction and to build and nurture and all that. I'm not saying we don't need it. But at the end of the day, it's not the connection happens when like you make the connection, you guys. And that's why everything you need you do needs to be in the in the in, in the attempt to wake people up to the fact that they no longer want to continue walking around with their pain and suffering, whatever kind of pain and suffering that is, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. So please don't think that everyone's walking around already knowing that. And it's your job not to like make people think there's something wrong with them, but to help them to to decide to wake up to it and then decide that they can have something different. 
And there are way too many people out there, you guys, walking around not believing that they can have anything different than what they have right now. And that's actually my why. That's my why. My why is because of how many people I saw that are willing to walk around not liking their experience and also not believing that they can have anything different. So skillful, powerful conversations. It's how you're going to change the world. It's how you're going to have impact. It's how you're going to create clients. And that's what I want for you. That's today's episode. I really hope that you want to join Prosper if you hadn't. You know, it's not too late. If you want to, just reach out to me. You'll get the replay. You're not too late. And you know what? Anytime that you're listening to this in the month of, you know, June, July, if you want to join, you can. You just have to reach out to me. All right? I'm sending you so much love and high vibes, and I'll be with you next week. Bye. so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.